Hi, yo. What's up, y'all? Today, I am sharing a conversation with one of my clients, Mary Reed. Mary is a daughter of the king, a wife, a mom. She homeschools. She does all the things. She's a virtual assistant and she's a bookworm. She mustered up the courage to open up about her struggles before working with me and what it was like to move through my coaching model and framework, what wins came out of our time together, and the big question whether or not it was worth it. So I hope that this episode blesses you and encourages you to consider just taking things to a new level, right? If you are thinking about seeking support from someone, whether it is a mental health professional or a coach, whatever that looks like for you, be bold, seek the Lord, and really allow him to lead you. And before we even go into the interview, I just want to share today's featured review, which is from Aubrey BLMT. She says, totally in sync. I just found this podcast and I already chose a scripture verse for this year after only choosing words the past five years. So I find that really funny. Love Erica's mission and her passion, a very inspirational and endearing podcast. Thanks, Aubrey. Really appreciate that. And again, just really appreciate all of you listening and tuning in. So without further ado, I hope you enjoy the conversation. You're now listening to Her Renewed Strength, the podcast a place where you, my sisters in Christ, are encouraged to walk by faith and equipped to live well, steward well, and set your minds on eternity. I'm your host, Erica Diaz Castro, your Jesus-loving Puerto Rican life coach. If you're tired of living a life burdened by anxiety, burnout, or overwhelm, if you're ready to do more of what you love, create more space for the things and people that matter most, and better steward the gifts and resources God graced you with, If you want coaching, encouragement, fellowship, and just a friend to help you shift your perspective from the temporal to the eternal, you're in the right place. Grab a coffee, journal, and a pen. Let's invite the Holy Spirit to the party, and let's dig into today's episode. Well, thanks all for tuning in today. I have a very special guest, and I'm excited to just share the conversation. So. Give Mary Reed a warm welcome. Yeah. Hi. Thanks, Mary, for being here. How are you? Good. I'm excited. Good. Me too. So tell us a little bit about yourself and how'd you find me? Um, describe yourself before you started working with me and kind of what you were struggling with. Um, okay. I am wife of almost seven years. Um, we have two little girls, uh, five and 18 months. Um, I'm a stay at home mom. We homeschool. I love books. I don't really think there's anything else (laughs) that I can think of. There's always more. Yeah, I know (laughs) (laughs) how I found you. It's a really funny story. Well, we met in a theology class, Mm and then we just became friends. Yeah. And the way God brought us both together was really funny. <laughs> Not funny, yeah. haha, but like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Like ironic. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. God's got jokes. Yes. <laughs> yeah. So I remember you and I interacting, right? And 
we were Instagram friends and you had like randomly asked like, what's it like to work with you or something like that? Like, are you taking on clients? And I wasn't, I was like, um, I don't even remember what exactly I, I said, but I remember like asking the Lord, like, this is really random. Do you want me to do this? And so I was open to the conversation and I wondered like what even you thought you were getting into, you know, like I wasn't sure if you really knew what I did. Um, And that's kind of like what you were asking me. So what were you kind of going through before you decided, like, I'm just going to tap on her shoulder? Well, I had come out of a few years of just feeling lost and a lot of depression and anxiety and all of 2020. I mean, I don't need to go anymore to say Mm -hmm. other than 2020, but that was a hard year for everyone, but it was hard year for me. 2020 was coming out on a, a long year, 10 years of just going through the motions and a lot of different circumstances that caused my depression. And I, then I just, I stopped doing things. You know, my house was almost always a mess. If it was clean, it was a good day. You know, mm-hmm. I, there were days I just could not get off the couch and I was mm-hmm. just the only good things that I was doing was my daughter was fed. She had clean clothes and our bills were paid. Mm -hmm. My marriage was silently struggling and I just felt lost. The only way I can describe it, um, making a cleaning schedule or a meal plan just seemed so daunting to me. It just stressed me out. And Mm -hmm. I don't know. I just really needed help. Mm -hmm. So what made you think to ask me for help? Well, I was on your the website like 20 times. Um, <laughs> and then, like we said, we were friends on Instagram. We were just talking and yeah. I just, I felt like you were someone that could help me. And I needed counseling, which I was already in counseling. Mm-hmm. Um, for depression and spiritual walk, but I needed practical help from someone who could give me the accountability that a friend or family member just couldn't do. And Mm -hmm. I need someone to give me the step one, step two, step three, and hold my hand and be honest and uh, like in a rigorous way. You know what I mean? I I needed that. And I just felt like you were the person that God was leading me to. Yeah. Yeah. And so at the point that you and I started working together, well, at the point that you asked about working with me, you were like, you kind of like went silent and then we looped back around in 2022. So you asked in 2021, 2022 comes around and then you actually take the plunge. I am praying about it because I had actually committed to not taking on clients. And I'm like, I'm not trying to be distracted, Lord. Like you gave me a a mission and I'm working on the podcast and just like my head is down. I'm with my kids, right? I was working in corporate, but he made it super clear to work with you. And so we start working together. So what would you say was the determining factor when you decided, yes, this is it? I think just knowing that I could trust you and that you you would help me. And also that 
we both prayed about it. We both knew that this was something God was saying yes to. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. Okay. So were there any fears that you had about working with me? Honestly, the only fear that I had was financial. I had no fears about you personally or like the the program or anything like that, but the finances would have been a problem, but it wasn't. Um, My husband and I talked about it. We talked about it at length. We prayed about it. We had just bought a house. And when I asked you to work with me, I was living at my parents' house for two months in between being able to move into our house. So, and then we had two kids, we have debt. But I knew that the Lord was leading me to do this. And I knew that asking for help in this way would help me to take the steps that was necessary to make some changes. Um, And I had been studying obedience for several years, or not several years, several months, and asking for the Lord for help to help me to change. And so we worked out the money, and I don't regret it one bit. And one thing I've learned about obedience is that taking the step of obedience is going to take faith and it's going to take sacrifice and obedience is never going to be a waste. Yeah. Yeah. You're absolutely right. There's so much blessing that comes out of it. So much. So, okay. So you overcome these fears and we start working together. We work together for six months Mm -hmm. and in those six months, looking back, what were some of the hardest parts of working with me? I think the hardest parts was, oh man, I don't even really remember <laughs> the like oh, hard stuff. I think there was just some resistance of making changes, not yeah. as in a bad way, but also, well, this is different, you know, it's different, hard. Yeah, I don't think there was any, I don't have anything negative to say. What were some of your favorite parts? Your honesty and your gentle prompting is Mm. my favorite part. (laughs) Like you're no nonsense and I was nonsense. (laughs) (laughs) That's hilarious. Straight shooter. I'm a straight shooter. Yes, but you do it in a gentle, loving way. And that's, I think that's one of the things that drew me to you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's good. I appreciate that. I think it's it's important, right? To know that you're going to be in a, a working relationship with someone who's not going to beat around the bush because it's hard to do that because communication is so much of what moves things forward. Mm-hmm. Okay, quick break. Here is a short message from our sponsor slash podcast producer. Have you been dreaming of launching your own podcast, but you don't know how and where to start? It's too much, it's overwhelming. Trust me, I get it. Let George Joy Podcast Production and Management Services help you effortlessly launch, syndicate, and grow your podcast. Message George Joy at facebook.com forward slash Jorah's joy. All right, back to the show. Okay, so what were some of the tactical wins? What were some of the things that you can look back and see change in? Well, number one is that I am not the same person that I was. 
I, I know that it's God that changed me, but you are a big part of that. Um, I'm more confident and my house runs more smoothly. It's not a hundred percent like neat and clean all the time because I have Mm. little, there's toys everywhere, Um, but it's, it runs smoother. My to-do list gets pretty much done, but I don't have like guilt or anything when stuff has to get moved to the next day or whatever. I have achieved a couple of bigger goals and bigger desires, which is really fun. Yeah. My marriage is better. I think it's because of the changes that I've made that have gone into, into like working on my marriage and stuff, which we Mm -hmm. talked about that, you know, we talked about being a better partner to your, a better spouse. So I have also learned to manage my depression. I wouldn't say that I've overcome it because I do still struggle with it, but I've been, I've learned to manage it in a big way. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Can you share what that means? Like, I think people, and just as a disclaimer, like as a life coach, it is not my lane or scope of practice to like work on those things relating to mental health. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, so that Mary was in counseling already is really huge. And that was actually one of the questions that I had asked you up front. Like, do you have someone you're working with? Because I think that that's like, you know, paramount to moving forward with anyone else. Mm -hmm. And, and then we can do the practical stuff, right? Because you have someone to support you on the mental health side. So when you say managing depression, what does that look like? And kind of practically in your everyday life, how did that show up? It's been a lot of prayer, mm-hmm. um, and a lot of asking the Lord for help, um, listening to that help that he gives me. So if I am, if I'm feeling these, the sadness or the fear or whatever, just knowing that the Lord is, he's there to help me. He lives inside me and he's there as my helper. Mm -hmm. So if, if I am struggling with sadness, then what am I being sad about and holding on to that needs to be released to the Lord? Some of it is also getting off Instagram that has helped tremendously. And it, it took me a year to do that, to step out in that obedience. But in November, that has really been a huge, huge thing. And then also just taking some time to, to be alone. You know, mm-hmm. I have, I'm an introvert and I know that I get super overstimulated and that feeds into my depression. So making sure that I schedule time to be alone, whether it's reading or reading my Bible or journaling or just taking a shower, it's taking that time to talk to the Lord to um, release what I'm holding on to. So I hope that answers the question. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think the key thing that you said in terms of like how I plug into it is scheduling that time to have alone time because so much of the, the things that you had worked on prior to this were just kind of being reactive, right? So moving from being reactive to being proactive about your needs and communicating that and having a, you know, a protocol that you follow when you do need to take that step away. Mm-hmm. Yep. And what would you say, you said it's worth it, which is awesome. So great. <laughs> what would you say to the woman who's struggling and wants to do things differently, but is hesitant 
to get support through coaching? I would say to stop listening to the outside voices that say that coaching is a waste or your inner voice that says you're too far along or you, you can do it on your own. You don't need help because mm-hmm. all of that is lies and coaching is not a waste if you put in the work and if it's from, if it's what the Lord is leading you to do, mm-hmm. God will never, ever lead you to something that is a waste. God gives us people to help us for a reason. Mm-hmm. And he, he's even said, it's not good for men to be alone. That mm-hmm. includes us women. And yeah. a lot of push from the world that tells us that women are powerful they can do anything on their own. And it's just not true. I mean, if you, if you watch any superhero movie, a female heroine, and she can crush all these 30 guys, armed military men on her own, that's what's feeding us that, oh, I can do anything on my own with no help. And it's not true. We, we need help. And in, if the Lord is leading us to help or to get help, need to take that step in humility and in strength and in courage and just go for it. Yeah. Yeah. And to just make sure that people hear your heart. I know that you're not saying that women are not strong. We are the, yeah. I think the temptation is to think that we can do things in our own strength. Exactly. Yep. Yeah, for sure. And I'm absolutely guilty of that. Like I finished a mastermind at the end of 2022 that I almost didn't do because I had convinced myself that I could just figure things out on my own. And the exponential growth that came out of that mastermind, not just like, you know, numbers wise, but the way that I think I literally yesterday reached out to my coach and I was like, I think differently because of you. And thank God for that. You know, we wouldn't grow if we just continue in the cycles that we are in. And I think we can convince ourselves because we're really smart that we can just take the time to figure it out. The question is like, what are you missing out on in the time that you're trying to, you know, duct tape everything together? My coach says, don't try to duct tape your business together. And I think that applies to life. Like don't try to duct tape your life together because there is just so much that we miss out on when we try to do things on our own. Exactly. Oh, I love you, Mary. (laughs) I could stay talking to you all day, but what last words would you leave with the listeners coming from someone who has walked through my framework, someone who has gone through coaching with me, who knows what I'm putting out, like in my marketing, right? Like doing things, time management systems that put God first, that help you reduce overwhelm and get things done. What would you say about that to our listeners? I would say Erica knows what she's doing. She is passionate about it and it works. And when, when you said that your mind has changed through your own coaching experience, mine has too. Like Mm -hmm. I, I daily use the methods that you taught me Mm -hmm. in order to plan to execute and to follow through. I love that. Thank God. Amen. Well, y'all. You have heard from Mary herself that she has gone through a transformation. And I want that for every woman who feels like you are 
stuck in this cycle of overwhelm about your schedule, about your to-do list. You feel like you're not where you're supposed to be. You just are so stressed out to the point that you can't even think straight, right? Like I know what that's like, and I never want anyone to go through that because the Lord has prepared good works for us to do in advance, right? We can't actually have the wherewithal and mental clarity to focus on those things unless we get ourselves in order. So if you are craving order, if you are craving structure, if you feel like you need support and really just a really simple approach to creating a system that does put God first and reduces the overwhelm, helps you to get things done. I want you to join me on February 15th. I'm hosting a free live workshop at 1 p.m. Eastern. And this workshop, it's called Productivity Beyond the Planner, is going to help you to create that system. I'll teach you how to do it, how to think about it, right? I'm going to teach you how to fish so that you can go out there and feed yourself and your family. And you can register at hurrynewstrength.com forward slash workshop. Even if you can't make it live, you'll have the replay emailed to you and it'll be available for 48 hours. So make sure you are registered and I hope to see you there. If not, I'll see you on the next one. God bless. Hey, sister girl, if you love today's episode, the best way you can show love and support is to leave a written review on Apple Podcasts. This helps other Christian women who want that same support and valuable content actually find the show. Oh, and if you're ready for more and you want to learn about free group Bible study, upcoming events, free courses, and other services, head to HerRenewedStrength.com and subscribe to the weekly newsletter to become an insider. You'll get my weekly top five extra tips and bonuses. I'll see you on the inside.